Welcome to Finish Well Radio, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. They are kind of cheesy, and we can predict the endings. In fact, sometimes we can predict the next scene or the next part of the dialogue that's going to happen. So why do we love Hallmark Christmas movies so much? Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Radio. I'm so excited that you're with us today. And today we are going to talk about Hallmark Christmas movies. What? Yep, that's right. That's what we're going to talk about. While each Hallmark Christmas movie is different, they all have a lot of things in common, and that's what we're going to talk about. But first, let me tell you how I was introduced to Hallmark movies to begin with. It happened down in Mexico, and the year was 2006. And I was down visiting my daughter. She was having a spring semester in Mexico, and getting to do one of those things where someone from that college comes to Stetson and someone from Stetson went to the University of Guadalajara. So her best friend, Sarah, and I went down to visit her. We were all with a lot of her classmates on a trip to Puerto Vallarta. While we were in Puerto Vallarta, we decided we would go out dancing and it was late at night. And I said, guys, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I'm going to stay in the hotel. You guys go have fun. And I thought I would go to sleep, but I couldn't fall asleep. So, of course, they had cable. And I turned on the movie channel, you know, look, looking through the different channels and found this movie. And it was a Hallmark movie. And I started watching it. And within about 30 minutes, I was sobbing my eyes out. And... <laughs> I just thought, oh my goodness, I'll never watch another Hallmark movie again. And then a few years later, my father lost my mom and he found great comfort in, of all things, this is my like macho dad watching Hallmark movies. He just loved them. And um, so I would go over sometimes to visit him and we'd sit there and watch a Hallmark movie. But anyway, that all, you know, kind of faded to the background. But recently, my daughter just had surgery, and she's recovering, and she's home, and it's Christmas. So we have been watching Hallmark Christmas movies. And one of my daughters was kind of making fun of it, and my husband was. And I turned to them, and I said, please stop ruining the movie for me. And I had to laugh at myself because I thought... (laughs) They might be saying things that are true, but I am really enjoying this. And I had to ask myself, what am I enjoying so much about these movies? Because as soon as one ended, I said to my daughter, well, do you want to watch another one? (laughs) So now I'm becoming this Hallmark Christmas movie fan. And so as I was stopping to just kind of think about it, I realized that though every single movie is different, Yes, that's true. They're all different. There are common themes in all of them. So the first thing is that they all take place in a small town. And every small town has a different name. But all the people, they're friendly, they're kind, they even have good manners. And they care about each other. They're enchanting. They're lovely. And you want 
live there. You want to think, I want to live in a small town like that. I want to go eat lunch at the diner on Main Street. And there's that desire inside of us to experience that that kind of life. And so we kind of feel like we're transported into another place. They're also good people and bad people. And the bad people are very obviously bad. The good people have morals and they're kind and they care about people. But something that's so neat is that many times the bad people can change maybe because of how much love they're shown or they have a wake-up call or something like that. But there's always some kind of transformation in someone's life that is exciting to watch. Another thing that I love about Hallmark Christmas movies, and I think you probably do too, is that the families are so warm and close and they really care about each other and they sacrifice for each other and they want each other's best and parents are willing to give up control of their companies and they're willing to sell their homes and do all these different things to bless their children. And we just see such love between family members. There are children who give up everything to go stay and live with aging parents. And it's just a very tender look at the American family in a way we don't really see a lot in our culture. Another thing is that the hero, or should I say the perfect love interest, is underneath, even if he's a little rough around the edges, he's a genuinely good guy. And he cares deeply for the heroine, and he's trustworthy. And there's this romantic sparkle that is so endearing. The couple genuinely care about each other, and they want the best for each other. They're not selfish. And most of the romances are really pure, with maybe a passionate kiss as far as it gets. And that, honestly, is so refreshing to me in our culture with how most movies go in that direction. But another thing we're saying is there always seems to be this, not love interest, but there seems to be this man that the heroine is either stuck with or just is with because she thinks, oh, no one else will come along or it's safe. But that person, even though it seems like he cares about her underneath it all, He's really self-centered and selfish, and he doesn't care about her, and she just doesn't realize he's such a bad guy, and so you're just wanting her to know because you know in your heart something is wrong there, and you want her to figure it out. Another thing about Hallmark Christmas movies is that Christmas is seen as magical, and we're celebrating, and the spirit of Christmas is always mentioned. The spirit of Christmas, the spirit of Christmas, it's some kind of intangible thing that we just can't wrap our mind around, but it's very valuable, and it can't be manufactured. It's just something that is. So a Hallmark Christmas movie is satisfying. It gives us the chance to relax and escape from the pressures of life, to be lost in the story. So why do all these things mean so much to us and to all the people who sit and watch them while they drink hot chocolate and wrap their Christmas presents? Well, I believe because without realizing it, we are created to crave these things. Actually, not those exact things, but very similar things. Let me explain. 
all of us long to belong to a group of people that love and care for us. It might be a small town or a loving family, but when we see these perfect families, when we see these perfect towns, our hearts, just something in us connects because we long for that kind of community. We long for that kind of friendships and love relationships and family relationships. We want so much to be loved and we want so much to be in relationships that bring out our best rather than the dark side of us. You see, God said it's not good for people to be alone. And he even gave us a forever family that he calls to love each other and honor each other and encourage each other and meet each other's needs and pray for each other. So God, not only does he say it's not good for people to be alone, that's how I created it. He creates this loving, close-knit family that we're to be part of. And so many people, even Christians, they don't experience that. But for those who are blessed to experiencing, experience that in their local church or their extended family or just their family, they are so blessed because they sense that intangible love of God that flows through people to one another. And it's such a safe place to be. And if you don't have that, you long for that. You really want to be part of that. The craving for a perfect small town, of course, is met in being part of a caring family or being plugged into a great local church. But the truth is, it will never be met perfectly until we're in heaven. And in the new heaven and the new earth, we will be joined with other believers in a way that we can't even imagine. But we sort of have this idea of what it will be like. And I think when we watch these Hallmark Christmas movies, something connects on our spirits. We say, yes, I want to be part of people that are like that, that are so loving and that care about me. So that is something that we watch a Hallmark movie and our hearts are drawn to. But it's really because we're drawn to something of a more eternal nature. And that satisfies us on the temporary level. Another thing is that we instinctively know that goodness and evil exist. And we want to be surrounded by people who will be good to us. And we want to be good ourselves. Most people that I talk to, they don't want to be bad. They want to be good. Yes, they want to satisfy their flesh. But no one really wakes up and says, you know, I would like to be a mass murderer. We kind of, we want to be someone that others can respect and admire and look up to. And we get discouraged with ourselves when we can't be that person. And even as we struggle with our shortcomings and our failures, we are longing for a chance to change and to become a better self. What's the most popular book out there? The self-help books. 10 ways to become your best self now. Do you want to change? Read this book and follow these three easy steps and you will be the best you can be. But if we're Christians, if we're born again, then we know that Jesus is the one who offers hope to us and that being our best self isn't possible, but dying to ourself 
and living to Christ, that's possible because Jesus died on the cross to redeem us and fill us with his Holy Spirit to transform us. And we never become our best self, but Christ in us is the hope of glory. Christ in us is the hope of being all that we were created to be, of walking in all those good works and of experiencing that grand life. So when we watch a transformation in a Hallmark Christmas movie, we say, yes, that is possible, forgetting that it's possible through Jesus. And it's there right now. And whatever we struggle with, whatever shortcoming we struggle with, whatever addiction we're in bondage to, there's Jesus. And he loves us. And he's in us if we're born again, if we are truly Christians. And he can transform us and we can be more than conquerors and we can rule and reign in Christ. And something resonates in our spirit when we see any kind of power that is good, like love, transform someone. Because instinctively we know that it's the love of God that transforms us. And we're drawn to that and we're excited by that. And it satisfies our soul to think about that even if it's kind of a flawed reflection of the true transformation that takes place with Jesus. We also long to be loved by the perfect man. Now, if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you long to be loved by the perfect woman, but you know what I mean. We long to be loved by that perfect man who is smart, funny, handsome, and cares deeply for us and wants our best and wants us to be fulfilled and wants us to use our giftings and come into our calling and tells us we're wonderful and brags about us in the city gates and on and on and on. And you know what I mean. And unfortunately, all the human men that we know are flawed. And they will never be perfect and they will never always know a hundred percent what to say and do. And they will not be our perfect knight in shining armor because there was only one perfect knight in shining armor and that's Jesus. There was never anyone else but Jesus who is perfect in all his ways, who comes in truly on that white horse like it talks about in Revelation to carry us away and to take us to be with him forever in his kingdom. And that is the fairy tale come true, that it's Jesus that is the perfect one. It's Jesus that fills all of our needs and is the perfect Prince of Peace and King of Kings who brings us into his kingdom and enables us to live and love the flawed people in our life and enables them to love us in our state of being flawed. (laughs) So Jesus holds his arms open wide to welcome us into his love for all of eternity. And what about that guy that the heroine is somehow attached to and he's really not good for her. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute right after we hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back. (music) 
Powerline Productions wants to help you celebrate special occasions with your family in a Christ-honoring way. The Celebrate series includes such titles as Celebrate Our Christian Heroes Instead of Halloween, Celebrate Thanksgiving, as well as Christmas Unit Studies, Celebrate Christmas in Colonial America, and Celebrate Christmas with Cookies. If you're looking for a new family tradition, learn all about the Nolet and Curtis Christmas Eve festivities in Celebrate Christmas with a Traveling Dinner. Check out these titles and more at PowerlineProd.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-L-I-N-E-P-R-O-D.com. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. You've been listening to Finish Well Radio on the Ultimate Radio Network. Now, back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, welcome back to Finish Well Radio. Today we're talking about why we love Hallmark Christmas movies. And we've talked about the small towns and we've talked about the close-knit relationships and we've talked about the perfect guy, hero. We are now going to talk about that guy, that guy in the movie that she's kind of stuck with and she doesn't realize that he's not a great guy. He's not as safe as she thinks he is. And he's actually not right for her. And why do we cheer her on to get away? I just watched this movie, a Hallmark Christmas movie. And in it, the girl is going to get married, this guy, because she thinks she'll have a safe, happy life and no harm will come near her if she marries this guy. And the truth is, we find out throughout the movie that he doesn't really love her, that he's just marrying her so that he can get this promotion and rise to the top in his career. And we are just rooting for her to get away from him. And why do we root so excessively for the heroine to get away from the guy who really doesn't love her? Because we're all tricked by someone who pretends to care about us and love us, but doesn't have our best interest at heart. And no, it's not your husband. (laughs) And no, it's not your little brother. (laughs) It's the devil. And he pretends to give us what we want. More pie and, you know, little things, compromises here and there that are going to make us happy and no one will ever know about it. And he leads us into these areas of greed and jealousy and temptation that we don't realize that he is setting us up for destruction, for damage, for death to steal everything we have that God has given us. And so we're just kind of tricked by him and led along. And then when our eyes are finally open, many times we might be in our late 20s or middle-aged or even older when we realize, oh my goodness, the devil has tricked me. He's lied to me. I've fallen for all his lies. I've fallen for all his traps. What am I ever going to do? And so 
instinctively we can relate to being in that position where it seems good. Oh, what harm could this do? And then yet it causes so much pain and harm in our life. And so I think of that when I watch a Hallmark Christmas movie and I just want her to get away from this person who doesn't really love her. I need to remember that when the devil is trying to set me up, he doesn't love me. He doesn't want me to be happy. He is setting me up to trick me and to harm me. And I think that's something that we may not even instinctively know, but we wish that we understood that more. And we certainly, when we see in other people, the devil tricking other people that we wish they knew, don't you see, don't you see the devil is just setting you up. And so that's something that of course you can see in a movie. The last thing is that there's this spirit of Christmas that they talk about in Hallmark Christmas movies. You know, the spirit of Christmas that just seems to transform everything. Now, they do show scenes where people go to church and blah, 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 but they don't talk about Jesus and they don't talk about the cross. So are they right? Is our Hallmark Christmas movies right about the spirit of Christmas? Well, my feeling is this. There is no spirit of Christmas. But there is a miracle of Christmas and the miracle of Christmas is not like the intangible spirit of Christmas. The miracle of Christmas is a fact. The king of kings, who is the shiniest, the most majestic, full of splendor and majesty that has ever been and ever will be laid aside his glory to humble himself so he could rescue mankind. The miracles at Christmas cause us to gaze and wonder, how did a virgin give birth? How can a star lead people to the baby Jesus? How do angels appear to people? How can every single prophetic word over thousands of years recorded in the Old Testament be fulfilled in Jesus? How does God do that? The miracles of Christmas cause us to stop and discover the amazing love of God. And that love, the Bible says, surpasses knowledge and defies understanding. Yes, Hallmark gets it right. There is something wonderful about Christmas. They just don't know exactly what it is, but we do. You see, a Hallmark Christmas movie is a great way to escape from the pressures of life, but there's a better way to endure the pressures of life and not just endure, but rule and reign through the pressures of life. You see, Jesus offers us life and life more abundantly. He offers us rest. Come to me, all you are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My burden is easy and my yoke is light. He offers us a burden that is easy and light. Jesus offers us joy and peace and hope and love. And he says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. I've done it. So if I gave you a million dollars and you took it and put the whole thing in an account you would own that million dollars and it would be in your account. But if you never withdrew any of the money and spent it, you wouldn't be able to enjoy the million dollars. It would just sit there and you would be able to say, I have a million dollars in the bank. But if you took some money out 
of the bank and you spent it and you bought yourself a new pair of boots with fur trim and said, these are my Christmas boots, <laughs> then you would be experiencing what that money can do in your life. Our bank account, our heavenly bank account is filled by Jesus. He gives us all the promises in the word of God. He gives us spiritual gifts. He gives us love and joy and peace and patience and hope. But if we never withdraw from that account, we just can live destitute and say, yeah, I mean, I have all those things in this account over there. I have the promises over there. I have all those things. But, you know, I, I don't need it. I'm fine. I'm fine. I can manage this life myself. How foolish to live in a way that is so poor when you can be rich and wealthy with all of the abundance that God gives us. You can have his joy. You can have his peace. You can have his provision. You can have his life. You can have his zeal and his energy. You can have the fruit of the spirit, the gifts of the spirit. All that he has, he said, all I have is yours. All I have is yours, little child. Come. Be part of my kingdom. And so I want to encourage you. There is nothing wrong at all in putting your feet up and drinking some hot chocolate and enjoying a Hallmark Christmas movie. There's a lot worse things you could do with your time. And I'll certainly watch a few more. But this Christmas, remember Jesus. Jesus came to offer you life. He came to offer you that lovely small town friendship and community he came to be your hero your knight in shining armor he came to rescue from the tormentor of your souls who tries to trick you into going off the wrong way he offers you the miracle of christmas that's a real fact that he accomplished salvation for you and he holds his great and precious promises for you in the palm of his hand. And you just have to receive them. So remember, the satisfaction and good feeling you get from watching a Hallmark movie is temporary. But the miracle of Christmas is yours today. And it will change your life forever. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Radio with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Radio Network.